On the eleventh day of infant Christmas, an infant gave to me a rebirthed episode from 2021 called A Very Merry Visit from Death. A very merry Christmas. No. A very merry visit from death. Truth. Truth. We want the truth. Save me forever from the world blinded by fictions. I'm sick and tired of hearing things from uptight, short-sighted, narrow-minded hypocrites. All I want is the truth. Just give me some truth. Save me forever from the world blinded by fictions. Religious fictions. Mormon fictions, political fictions, historical fictions, conspiracy fictions. We want the truth. Just give me some truth. Cracks and breaks in the shelf be damned. All I want is the truth. All right. Do you really want some truth? Here it goes. Try this one on for size. Feel free to return it if it's a little too snug. The receipt is baked right into the bag. All right. Here we go. It was the night before the night before Christmas when all through my mind came a brief but persistent and more than just a tad wee bit annoying little knock. Okay, let's dispense with the rhyme. Because what I really want to say to all the lights and trees and food and songs and every other little thing we do to decorate the season no matter what culture or tradition or style that we use, there really is a reason. No matter how you dress it up, deep down beneath the fluff and all the wrappings, it's the same for every person. Persistently beating and tapping. Who is it? I ask. Not a word did it speak. Hello? Is anybody there? Yeah, it's there. Always present, always looming. I can feel it. Can you? You know that sense that tells you that someone or something is secretly watching you? Your hair stands up a little bit on your skin. You get an uneasy feeling in your gut. Your mind starts racing, trying to figure out whether you're actually in any real immediate present danger or not. Your brain this collection of living neurons, this product of millions of years of earthly evolution, perpetually scanning and evaluating and calculating, preparing itself to fight, flight, or freeze, constantly doing exactly what it evolved to do, scanning for signs of that thing that is always present, always looming, while also blinding us from it, distracting us from it, but I can feel it. Can you? Truth. Truth. Give me some truth. Hello? Did someone knock? And just like that, it was gone. Who was that, I thought? Then what to my wandering mind should appear? But an annoying little truth I had hoped I could just push away and just ignore and just make disappear. A teeny tiny truth bomb so lively and sick, I knew in a moment it must be death. 
yeah, it was, it was death. Death had come for a brief little visit. While I was meditating the other night, stretching on the bedroom floor, death came by to say, Hello, remember me? Remember when I took your little brother? Remember when I took your grandparents? Your high school best friend? The mother of eight whose daughter you loved from a distance until life finally brought you together? Several of your former ideas, beliefs, and certainties? A couple of careers? A few important relationships? Your own unborn child? Yeah, it's me, death. Here I am again, always, all around you and within you. I'm not here to stay long. I'm not here to hurt you or to scare you. Not to take you anywhere with me. Not yet. Not this time. I just dropped by to remind you that I'm here, always, looming and lurking. The other side of life. Waiting to one day fully embrace you, somewhere down the line. Eventually, unavoidably. Wrapped beneath all the tinsel and the bells, audible in every pause of every note in all of the happy, sappy music, behind every hope and every fear, death is always present, always active, always near. Did you know that your body is literally a cooperative collective of trillions upon trillions of living, breathing, moving, working, communicating, sensing, feeling, experiencing, intelligent, evolving, very, very active, life-shaping cells, living organisms, teeny tiny little cells. Did you know that one million of those living cells in your body die every second? One million every second. Did you know that in the time that you started listening to this episode till now, more than Half a billion cells have died inside of your body. They've decayed. They've transformed, transmuted, retreated back into the subatomic realm from which they sprang. Death, ever-present, ever-active, ever-doing its thang. Preach the truth to me, brother. Truth, truth. We want the truth. Have another glass of eggnog. Wrap another present with happy, festive paper. Perfectly folded seamlessly taped, lovingly placed for all to enjoy for a few days at least beneath the lighted, dressed-up, dead, or fake tree. We are in a constant state of death and regeneration. This is truth. And someday, death will completely take us all. All I want is the truth. No matter how many different ways we spin it or deny it, or create holidays around made-up stories about the birth of saviors who will somehow give us all eternal life and save us from death, even after his own unavoidable journey through death. Not even the Son of God in the most meaningful stories that we've created could completely avoid it. So let me unwrap this gift as much as I can from all of the bells and whistles and festive distractions. And yes, it is a gift, as you shall see. Truth. Let me face this truth that I would prefer to avoid and understand it for more than just the source of extreme and intense grief and loss that I felt through many of my experiences with it. Because it's coming for me too. And it has started already. I'm swimming in it. Bathing in it. Baptismally immersed in it. Truth. 
What will death look like when I meet him? Or her. Death could be a woman, especially with my track record. No need to discriminate. Will the genderless death come for me when I'm old and asleep? Putting me on his shoulders and peacefully whisking me away? Yes, please. I'll take that, please. Or will he surprise me sometime when I least expect it, while I'm driving down the road, out running errands? Will he come in the form of a long, painful, debilitating disease? Will I lose my sight first, or my hearing, or my sense of taste and smell? Will I lose all of my senses? Will I lose my mind completely? Will I even know that death has come once he has taken me? Will there even be a me after all of that? To know that he has taken me at all. Hush, comes the voice from deep inside my mind. These questions are not your job to answer. This puzzle is not in need of solving. Death will take care of it all, along with life. Life is your constant companion too, you know. They are both two sides of exactly the same thing, and you don't need to worry about either of them. Truth. But I am getting older. I am getting closer. That's true. Yes, that's true, and that always has been true. Deliver me from fictions. From the moment that that one in a million sperm from your father fertilized that chromosome-filled egg from your mother, and the first cells of your body began to form and split and subdivide and diversify, from that very first moment that you embraced this thing called life. Death has been your constant companion, your co-pilot, the co-creator of every experience in your life. The living cells that make up your body die all the time, about a million per second. Remember, a rate that would make your head spin if you really knew what was actually going on. The food that nourishes and strengthens you, be it fruit, vegetable, meat, or grain, dies its own death in order to feed you. Death is not your enemy; it is your friend. It's your benefactor. There would be no life if there were no death. Death is nothing more than transformation. Death is how energy rearranges itself to experience something new. Truth. All I want is the truth. Death is the way that molecules and atoms reshuffle their eternal deck. Death is a trickster, an illusion. A reminder, a herald, a precursor. Old ideas and beliefs die and are reborn as something new, all the time. Old traditions and relationships end and morph and change, but the eternal energy that animates it all, the atomic and subatomic energy that forms every bit of who and what we are, this is abundant. It's eternal. It is everything. Yes, it changes form always, but it is omnipotent, omnipotent, if you will. It powers everything. It is the power of everything. It's omniscient. It contains the evolved intelligence that forms our very DNA, along with every other minute aspect of our environment. Those things that we've discovered, and those things that are yet still mysteries. It is omnipresent. It is. Everything. It is everywhere. It is the hidden truth behind every lie, the unknown facts behind every incomplete and inaccurate fiction, the very glue 
of life and death, the essence of existence itself. Ho, ho, ho. It is who and what you are. It is who and what we all are. In every minute form it is currently taking. It is indestructible. It is eternal. It is truly the reason for the season. For all seasons, for, for every season, whatever season that may be, passing from one form to the next. Life and death is ever-present, ever-abundant. No matter what we think or how we feel about it, those thoughts and feelings are precious gifts from life and death itself. Truth. All I want is the truth. So what to do with all of this abundance? If you knew without any doubt that you would never run out of money, would you feed, clothe, and house the needy? Would you ensure that the physically sick and the mentally disturbed got all of the medical attention that they need? How would you spend your days? Would you travel, explore, meet new people, have new experiences? This eternal energy that is life and death is doing all of those things right here and right now, through you and me and everybody else. If you knew that you had nothing at all to worry about, would you still find yourself worrying that maybe there actually is something to worry about, but you just can't remember what it is, and what if it's really important, and you worry that you may never find out before it's too late? This eternal energy is doing that right here and right now, too. If you knew that every thought that you think and every feeling that you feel and every story that you've ever been told or believed to be true is quite literally the result of living neurons communicating in your mind, would you fall in love with those neurons and start taking really good care of them like you would a beloved pet? This eternal energy is doing that right here and right now too. If you knew that you only had a limited amount of time to live before your material form is once again recycled, and that you have a powerful mind that quite literally colors and shapes the way that you experience reality, would you do anything differently with that mind than you are currently doing right now? Knock, knock, knock. I am death, ever-present, co-creating every moment of life. Fear me, if you will. Distract yourself, if you must. But if you really want to give yourself the greatest gift this season, make peace with me. Make peace with who I am and what I do. And trust that this thing that you perceive as life and death has been playing this game for a lot longer and in far more varieties of ways than you can possibly begin to imagine. We know what we are doing. So, at this time of Christmas, when much of the world is celebrating whatever version of whatever story of an infinite God becoming human, why not create some inner peace and acceptance of all that is by having your own very merry imaginary conversation with death. He's out there waiting for you too. Make peace with him. That's what this season is really all about, isn't it? The colorful lights and all the darkness, the evergreen trees, the parties, the festive food, the gifts. Who knows? Maybe death is briefly knocking on the door of your mind right now as well. And he may just have a totally special gift for you this Christmas season, like he did for Uncle Ebenezer. Merry Christmas from Infants on Thrones. Ebenezer Scrooge, the sins of man are huge.
ability and infamy, duplicity, deceit, and subterfuge. And no one's worse than Ebenezer Scrooge. No man's a handy candidate for hell. I must admit, life sometimes has its brighter side as well. Like life, life likes me, life and I fairly fully agree, life is fine, life is good, especially mine which is just as it should be, I like pouring the wine, and why not, life's a pleasure that I deny not. Life here and now, life and I made a mutual vow. Till I die, life and I, we'll both try to be better somehow. And if life were a woman, she would be my wife. Why? Why? Because I like life. It's all very well for you, but not for me. I hate life. Scrooge, you're an even bigger fool than I took you for. Now you listen to me. Life. Well, go on. I like life. That's better. Life likes me. Life likes me. Good, good. I make life a perpetual spree. Perpetual spree. Eating food. Drinking wine. Thinking who'd like the privilege to dine me. I like drinking the drink I'm drinking. That's better, Scrooge. I like thinking the thoughts I'm thinking. I like songs, I like dance, I hear music and I'm in a trance. Tra-la-la. Chances are we shall get up and prance. Where there's music and love to have in this is right. Why? Why? Because I like love. Thanks.